Yeah. I wish you could hear the music right now. I remember when I lost my mind. Of course, you know, the fact that I've lost my mind. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> that uh, story is getting reaction on Facebook. That one we just did with Kimberly Morin. Uh, coming up in the 8 o'clock hour, we're going to do a roundtable with Ward 1 School Board Candidate Joe Lachance, Ward five school, uh, Ward 4 School Board Candidate Mark Flanders, Ward 5 Incumbent School Board Member Lisa Freeman, who's seeking re-election, Ward 6 School Board Candidate John DiPietro, and Ward 8 School Board Candidate Jimmy LaHue. Uh, we invited Kellyanne Thomas. Uh, but she cannot uh, be with us because of conflicts with her work schedule. And uh, same goes for uh, Kellyanne Thomas in Ward 12, and same goes for uh, Debbie uh, Deborah Gagnon Langton in Ward 2, although we should probably take a look to see whether or not Litchfield's in school this morning and see if we can't get her in here to join the crowd. Can you take a quick look, see if Litchfield's got school this morning? Who knows? Maybe we can have a last-minute participant, but... Uh, a lot of neighborhoods, a lot of places hit hard. All right, I want to talk about um, what I what I think is a clear case of corruption in the Manchester School Board, and I'm going to get in trouble for saying that, but um, I'm going to say it because, you know, at some point, enough has got to be enough, and this has got to stop. So you've got the Save the Children Action Network, which is a Washington, D.C. political action committee, Washington, D.C. special interest group, Lots of uh, packs, and for those of you watching on Facebook Live, I'm trying to find a way. I think I found one because I had to plug in my phone because th- this uh, Facebook Live thing has killed the battery. So I'm trying to find a way to uh, set up the phone, which is now plugged in and and not cooperating at all. Um, here we go. That looks to me like it should work. It's pretty close to working. The things you have to learn to do when you're a radio talk show host these days. Um, but I, I think it's clearly corruption. Because you had a political action committee two years ago spend almost $100,000 on campaigns for aldermen and school board. hundred grand. That's a lot of money when you're only spending for school board and aldermen. And then, wow, after the election, you'll never guess what happens. They bring forward proposals to the Manchester Board of School Committee that, well, proposals come forward to the Manchester School Committee through Southern New Hampshire Services, which runs Head Start. And I don't want to get into a whole discussion on Head Start, which the evidence I've seen tells me is an epic failure. Kind of like the D.A.R.E. program, you know, a lot of money spent, a lot of hype, a lot of this, a lot of that, and uh, no account of, you know, no, no, no real results. I mean, uh, almighty. Resume, broadcast paused. Yeah, it's because the thing fell. Come on, work with me here. So they have a... Um, U.S. News and World Report did a devastating expose on all of the studies on Head Start and basically found that it had no impact whatsoever on a child's ability to learn. But we've got this mantra in this company in this country, the sooner we can take kids away from their parents, the better off the kids are going to be. I'm sorry, I don't buy into that, and I probably never will. 
I, I think if you're worried about parents because they're poor or they don't speak English or whatever the case may be, you ought to reach out to the parents and offer them assistance in becoming a better parent and not taking the kid away from the parent, bringing them to the school, after which you have to send them back to the parent at some point. So best case scenario is they undo all of the stuff that you tried to do in school. This, to me, is a crazy way to run a railroad. So after we have all of these things come, uh, you know, have this election, right? All of a sudden, Sarah Ambrosi, by the way, was the architect of this. She's the chair of the Buildings and Sites Committee. And uh, at first, I would say colluding with uh, Superintendent Deborah Livingston, who is just desperate to try to find a way to uh, stop the uh, suggested changes to West High School that I made. Not me personally. I carried forward the 2007 um, plan to redistrict the Manchester schools in light of Bedford's departure. The administration, which included a number of principals and a whole lot of people, came up with this great plan. I'm not going to go into it. But here it is. Yeah, we can hear you fine. Leave the phone alone. All right, Albert. Um, so here's here here's the point. So she started coming up with these crazy plans to start bringing um, preschool programs into West High School. And eventually a program from Southern New Hampshire Services with Head Start surfaced where the... Um, oh, well... We'll try to get a hold of her then. <laughs> Where the um, schools in Litchfield are now, uh, we're being told, are closed. So she she comes forward with a plan. And Save the Children Action Network was committed to something like a quarter of a million dollars in money to retrofit space and build playgrounds. I, it was either a $50,000 playground or a quarter of a million dollars. To, it was a big chunk of cash. And because people opened their mouths, I knew, because they said it in public session, that they had been calling the people that they had supported in the election to get support for their proposals. Well, when Livingston was the superintendent, we were able to get it uh, pushed off because it was happening at the same time that the redistricting effort was happening. And even they couldn't argue beyond the point that said, oh, well, you know, uh, yeah, maybe we should wait and see what the redistricting effort comes up with before we start taking space out of West High School to add preschool programs. Hmm. There's a thought. Okay. So it goes away, and then it mysteriously comes back, ends up on an agenda. We get it pushed off. It comes back again. Ambrosi admits that she's the one who put it on the agenda. Superintendent Vargas comes forward, and he says, I really don't think this is a good idea now. I would rather wait till we have done our facilities work and come up with a redistricting plan. He made it clear, as he did the time it got pushed off beforehand, that um, putting things willy-nilly into buildings is not really the best plan. Well, this time, the committee, I just, I can't even recount the committee process to you because it was that distorted, but it was all had Ambrosi, who was one of their endorsees on buildings and sites, Ross Terrio, an endorsee on buildings and sites, um, Leslie Want, an endorsee on buildings and sites, uh, Erica Connors, an endorsee on buildings and sites. So I'm the only one saying, wait a minute, 
<laughs> you know, this is how we got into trouble with this district in the first place. And one of the biggest reasons why we have to redistrict, because whenever we added a program or expanded a program, we never took a look at the facilities impact. We just said, oh, we're going to do this space be damned or, oh, we have space over there. So we'll put an autism class or a preschool class or a special ed class. We just backfilled space without any thought to programmatically how things would work. So ultimately, the school board, because I raised enough of a fuss that I got I got specific options killed, but the school board came back and they told the superintendent, well, you find what you believe to be a suitable place on the west side because this was all about helping children on the west side. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right. So what do they do? Okay. We hear about redistricting. We hear about crowded classrooms. We hear about crowded schools. We hear about lack of resources. And what do they do? They vote to put this, these preschool classes operated by Head Start, quote-unquote, at no cost to the district, in the portables outside of Northwest Elementary School, the district's most crowded school, the one that everybody says is the reason for redistricting, which is wrong, but it's the one that everybody points to. And who votes for it? Ambrosie, endorsed by Save the Children. Uh, Langton. But I don't, I don't remember what Langton did, so I have to hold off on that one. Mary George's, if I recall correctly, endorsed by Save the Children. Leslie Watt, endorsed by Save the Children. Dan Bergeron, endorsed by Save the Children. Nancy Tessier, endorsed by Save the Children. Ross Terrio, endorsed by Save the Children. Erica Connors, endorsed by Save the Children. Arthur Beaudry, not endorsed by Save the Children. But I think he voted for it. I have to go back and look at that. Avard opposed it. DeRozier, she supported it, endorsed by Save the Children. And Van Houten supported it, endorsed by Save the Children. Now Save the Children is back spending money without filing any reports, without notifying the clerk that they're going to participate in the election, without following the charter or anything else that they're supposed to file, just like they did last time. And what do they do? They're now spending money to go champion the people who voted to spend money to stick kids in a portable classroom at the city's most crowded elementary school, painting them as superheroes for the children and asking Manchester voters to go thank them at the polls. Well, my message to you, Manchester voters, is thank them at the polls by rewarding their opponents with your votes because they'll really put the interests of all kids in the district up front when they take a systematic, sane approach to determining what programs are going to be done in this district, where they're going to be done, and how they're going to be done, and as sure as heck shouldn't be, with people who are spending now easily over $100,000 in the last two elections to endorse the people who, (laughs) to thank the people who they endorsed the first time because they voted the way they wanted to by now helping them get reelected against everybody else as if they're the only ones for the children. This is Gerard at Large.